The NBA playoffs are heating up, and so is the action at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NBA. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use code DKHOOPS. That's code DKHOOPS for new customers to get 150 in bonus bets when you bet just 5 bucks. only on DraftKings. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Or in West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction, void in Ontario. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after after issuance. See dkng.com slash bball for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? Well, it's estimated that over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help you. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. So to save, visit HealthLock.com today. That's HealthLock.com today. You know you've got a comeback in you. When you take the next step, you're going to make it count. For your career, for your family, for your life. You can earn a degree you're proud of with Purdue Global. Purdue Global is backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected and innovative public universities. This is your chance. This is your opportunity. This is your comeback. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Welcome in to NBA Pulse, a production of iHeartRadio in the NBA. I'm Sarah Kustak, NBA analyst for the Yes Network. And today is Monday, December 4th. From our extraordinary core group of NBA journalists, we're joined now by NBA.com senior writer John Schumann. And Shu has his Week 7 power rankings out. Not a ton of movement here this week. Number one spot remains with the Celtics. Number two with the Timberwolves. Denver Nuggets jump up from number four. Oklahoma City up from number five in the Philadelphia 76ers. Drop down from the three spot to the five spot. But more importantly, we are going to crown an in-season tournament champion this week. The quarterfinals begin tonight. Uh, as Shu, you talked about in your power rankings, we're approaching the, the quarter mark of the season for a lot of these teams. But this is certainly an exciting week to take a look at, at what this in-season tournament has in store for us. Uh, I know you've got a lot of numbers that I'm going to define some of these matchups, some of the teams. So we're going to walk through these matchups as we've got quarterfinals tonight and tomorrow on TNT. Uh, let's kick things off with, with the opener, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on TNT. You have the Boston Celtics at the Indiana Pacers. When you look at both of these teams, um, as we mentioned, the Boston Celtics at number one in your power rankings, but for what this matchup, what this this game has in store, what, what are the the numbers, the stats, and, and the characteristics of what you're seeing out of these teams uh, jump out to you here in this one? Well, I'll start with the Celtics, and I'll start with the, how the Celtics start. Uh, the Celtics have outscored their opponents by 25.9 points per 100 possessions in the first quarter. 
which is the best mark for any team in any quarter uh, this season. Um, it's mostly about how dominant they've been offensively, but they've also been at their best defensively in the first quarter. Um, and if you break it down even by half, the Celtics are plus 18.2 per 100 possessions in the first half of games and a plus 1.7 in the second half of games. So in the second half of games, they're sort of just a mediocre team, regular, you know, decent basketball team. So I think the thought here is with if the Pacers can sort of hang around in the first half uh, tonight, then they have a, a decent shot because the Celtics just haven't been as good in the second halves of games as they have been early on. How much of that do you think? We know the starting lineup has been so dominant for the Celtics. That's such a major factor um, in in where they find their success. Obviously, the lineup, the personnel they have. H- how much do you think that factors in um, for those stars and just the attention to detail? You, you see this with teams, regardless of, of how good their lineups may be. But w- what do you think about this this starting five for for Boston? Well, I think it's big, but one one thing we should note is that Chris Stapp's Porzingis is listed as out for tonight. He'll be missing his fourth straight game. But even with him out, you just put you know slot in Al Horford, and you still have a great starting lineup. Um, and yeah, I think it's it's about the strength of their top six guys. Um, you know, they've been playing basically eight guys. Only three. You know, you know when they've been full strength, they they will limit their bench to just Horford. Peyton Pritchard, Sam Hauser. Um, and so, yeah, I think it's that. And I think maybe because they're only playing eight guys, maybe they're a little bit more fatigued in the second half of games than 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 other teams. Well, speaking, speaking of fatigue um, and these Indiana Pacers at the fastest pace <laughs> in the league at this point of the season, number one offense, uh, what numbers, uh, what stats are jumping out to you about the Pacers team? All right, I'm going to take you back one season. So last season, the Kings had the number one offense in the league. They scored 118.6 points per 100 possessions. What was the highest mark in NBA history? Um, but there's a, there's context with that in that the league was obviously having its most efficient season uh, in NBA history as overall. So the difference between the, pay, the Kings last season and the league average was only 4.6 points per 100 possessions, which was ranks just 64th among all the teams in the last 27 years for which we have play-by-play data. So, yes, it was the most efficient offense in history, but it wasn't nearly the best because it was just only uh, 4.6 better than the league average, like I said. So this season, the Pacers are scoring, and <laughs> the number is amazing, 123.8 points per 100 possessions. So that raw number is just blowing the Kings number from last season out of the water. But it's also 10.1 more than the league average. Matherin goes right by his defender, and it's a blow-by. Now there's Halliburton right to the basket. He's in double figures. And here's the alley-oop. Halliburton to top it. And so that 10.1 would be the biggest differential for any team in the 28 seasons uh, for which we have play-by-play data. So basically, the Pacers aren't only the most efficient offense we've ever seen, but also the best when you compare them to to average. They have been impressive, to say the least, and uh, that's going to be a fun one to watch here tonight. As I mentioned, 7.30 p.m. Eastern on TNT, following that game at 10 o'clock. 
will be the New Orleans Pelicans at the Sacramento Kings. Uh, Pelicans finally healthy. They have been playing well as of late. You, you look at this matchup between the Pels and the Kings. Well, what stands out to you? I'm going to start with the Kings and how good they've been uh, against other good teams. So there are 17 teams right now that have winning records. The Timberwolves have the best record in games played between those teams. They're 8-2. and two. But The Kings are 7-2 and two, um, against those other 16 teams uh, that have winning records as we speak. But both of those two losses were to the Pelicans. And they had a two-game series in New Orleans uh, about a week and a half ago. The Pelicans swept the series. And over those two games, the Pels outscored the Kings by 50 points in the restricted area, 92 to 42. Zion. Yes, he'll get the roll. There has to be a foul. He got tapped on the way by. And going to the line, looking at the three-point play. Zion, here comes the double. He blasts past Lyles and goes to the line. Man, Lord the Dragon. Center of gravity, man, that, that's, that's tough, Joe. That is tough. That center of gravity is something else. Low man wins in basketball. He, he doesn't just take the contact. He delivers. Zion Williamson himself had 40 points in the restricted area. The Kings had 42 total over those two games. So this is definitely going to be uh, inside versus outside. The, Pel- the Pelican strength is obviously inside. Um, they rank... And their weakness is outside, so they rank. They have the fourth worst three-point differential. They've been the Pelicans have been outscored by seven point seven points per game from three-point range. The Kings have the third best three-point differential, plus eight point seven points per game from beyond the arc. So it's definitely an inside versus out game where New Orleans could, you know, destroy the Kings in the paint, but Sacramento could still have a shot by outshooting the Pelicans from outside. Can't wait to watch those here tonight. Uh, first two quarterfinal games taking place this evening, but tomorrow is when the next two quarterfinal games take place. We are going to take a quick break and preview those in just a minute. Welcome back to NBA Pulse. Sarah Kustak joined by John Schumann. Uh, week 7 power rankings are out on NBA.com. Take a look at it, where all the teams sit, all the numbers, the stats, all those characteristics uh, of what is happening on a week-by-week basis for these teams. But what we are concerned about this week is the in-season tournament. A champion will be crowned. Uh, we are beginning with the quarterfinals tonight and tomorrow. Tomorrow night, the New York Knicks are visiting the Milwaukee Bucks in the 7:30 matchup on TNT. Uh, Shoe, you look at you look at the Knicks. You look at the Bucks. Uh, what? What number, what characteristic, what statistic jumps out to you about these two teams in this matchup? First with the Knicks, it's it's rebounding, rebounding, rebounding. They, they, they're the number one rebounding team in the league. They rank second in offensive rebounding percentage and first in defensive rebounding percentage. Um, I think the defensive end is where they've really improved from last year. Um, so they're, they're not first and second chance points game per game, but they're first in opponents second chance points per game um and that's why they have you know a top 10 defense this year after you know sort of falling off a little bit on that end of the floor last season the bucks by the way ranked 27th in offensive rebounding percentage and 13th in defensive rebounding percentage obviously they're gonna have to you know the knicks are not a great shooting team um but 
they sort of make up for it by one, limiting their turnovers, and then two, destroying teams on the glass. Um, Milwaukee is, uh, as we sort of know, has been a little bit disappointing defensively this season, still, you know, not really making big strides on that end of the floor. But their offense ranks fourth, and they're one of two teams, the Pacers being the other, that rank in the top 10 in field goal percentage in the paint mid-range field goal percentage, and three-point percentage. So they're second in the paint, fourth from mid-range, and eighth in three-point percentage. So they're a great shooting team inside and out. The Bucks are sitting in third in the Eastern Conference right now. Um, you mentioned where their offense is at defensively, currently sitting with the 21st-rated offense. Obviously, they made some changes to personnel, in particular with the backcourt, that you're going to see a reflection of that. But do you have cons- long-term, big-picture, championship contending team do you do you have at, at this point um a a optimism that they'll continue to improve to a place they need to be or is that an area that you're a little bit concerned when you look at what this group wants to accomplish oh i think there's definite concern i i think um you know that backcourt especially lillard and and uh, malik beasley need to be better like they just have to be better defensively whether it's you know just staying in the front of the ball in front of the ball or just navigating screens and getting back into plays and and um you know transition defense all of that's important you know they've been using Beasley as their you know quote unquote stopper you know and and on Tuesday I assume that means he's going to be guarding Jalen Brunson and Jalen Brunson will you know is is a tough guard let's just say you know whether it be one-on-one or 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 going around screens Beasley on Brunson Brunson cooks it up Knicks lead two nothing Randall nearly lost the dribble here's Brunson from three that will be interesting I'll go back to these these two teams did play in the in-season tournament earlier um and that game was determined by three-pointers both teams took 29 or 39 three point three point attempts. The Bucks made 20 and the Knicks made 10. And that was <laughs> that was the difference right there. Um, you know, that game was in Milwaukee too. So uh, you know, the Knicks obviously need to shoot better uh this time around. The nightcap, 10 p.m. Eastern on TNT on Tuesday night. Phoenix Suns at the Los Angeles Lakers. You got Booker and Durant, you got LeBron and Anthony Davis. Uh what What's the what's the numbers? What's the stats for this one? All right. Well, the Suns. It's it's not a, an on court stat. It's a little bit more of a, a a fun one. So there are three teams this season that have gotten zero minutes from rookies and second year players. Those three teams are the Celtics, the Knicks, and the Suns. Wow. The Celtics and Knicks do have first and second year players on their roster. Boston has uh, Jordan Walsh, who they took early in the second round. The Knicks have a couple of undrafted rookies, including uh, Obi Toppin's brother. Um, but the Suns do not have any first or second year players on their roster. Their least experienced player uh, in regard to years in the league is Jordan Goodwin, who's in his third season. And it's just a sort of a reminder that like the Suns are all in, you know, on competing for uh, a championship. Like there's no like developmental guys really on this roster you could say maybe you know bowl bowl or nazir little to a you know a certain extent but not really like this team is built to win now and it's just sort of a uh that stat just sort of sticks out like yep 
like this, there's no, you know, there's no, they're not bringing any, anybody along with this team. They're, they're trying to get guys who, uh, uh, who can contribute right now. And then the Lakers, it's sort of the same old story. So for the, the fourth time in the last five seasons, the Lakers have the biggest differential between their field goal percentage in the paint, which is third this season, and their effective field goal percentage on shots from outside the paint, which ranks 30th. So like they're the only team that ranks in the bottom five in both mid-range field goal percentage and three-point percentage. So basically, they are great inside and they're not so great outside. If you can stop them in transition um, and then sort of force them to play in the half court, you're in great shape. You just got to, you know, you know, do your best to stay in front of LeBron James, you know, do your do your work against early work against Anthony Davis and don't allow him to get good, uh, you know, post position. Davis himself has the biggest differential uh, among individuals. He's shot 61.5 percent in the paint. And he has an effective field goal percentage of 23.6% outside the, outside the paint. You know, I remember like Darvin Ham wanted to, him to shoot a bunch of three-pointers yes. this season. Yes. <laughs> he is, yes. He has not done so. There's a, so lot, of a, things, a lot of things you have ideas. The, the minutes yeah. restriction as well uh, for yeah. LeBron. Yeah. So uh, Anthony Davis has attempted just one three in the last eight games. And over that same stretch, he shot four for 15 from mid range. So like he, his jumper is just not there anymore. Like there used to be that thought, Oh, you remember when he shot like really well in the bubble, you know, from mid range and, and from three. And it's, that's that thought. I think we just have to get, we have to like erase that thought from our minds at this point. Like it's over. Uh, she, all right. In season tournament champ, who are you picking? I mean, I, you know, I would love to be a contrarian, but like, how do you not pick the Celtics just given how well they've played so far? Um, I will say this. The team I'm most interested in is to watch like uh, these next two days is New Orleans just because yeah. they actually have the worst record right now of all the eight teams, but they're just getting healthy. You know, they just got CJ McCollum back from, uh, I think it was a 12 game absence. And uh, Trey Murphy just made his season debut. Um, so they they've still got Larry Nance out, but basically they're as healthy as they've been all season. And I think obviously they're a super intriguing team. Those two guys, we talked about the three point issues that they have. Those two guys can obviously help in, in that area. You just named my pick. Uh, to win? I, I'm rolling dice. I'm going with New Orleans Pelicans. <laughs> I feel like that's that is the spirit of what this tournament is about. Uh, deal with things throughout the course of the season, but coming together at a time where you look at it winning handful of games and, and raising a trophy. Is there a trophy? I don't even know. But um, but yeah, but I think I, I, I think I'm going to I'm going to roll with the Pelicans on this one. I will say also that New Orleans Sacramento, when you think about it, is probably the biggest game in regard to like the overall standings. Like when we talk, you know, non in season tournament, just because those are two teams that could be in the sort of, you know, three to six mix in the uh, in the Western Conference, ultimately. Shu, as always, thank you so much for your time, uh, the insight, and of course, as always, your power rankings that we can find and, and read throughout the course of, of this season. All right, Sarah, thanks. NBA Pulse with Sarah Kustak is a production of the NBA and iHeartRadio. Please rate, review, and subscribe on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. 
If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at Fisher homes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.